Listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast where sometimes after a tagline, we stop and comment on whether or not it was a good one. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Nathan Vader Wise, and I'm Jim Davis. Not a good one. John Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) You ruined it. We're not supposed to comment on that one. That's the joke. Well, we didn't stop. Um,. No, we we did. Okay, you can take that out. But not right after. <laughs> not right after. Panel one. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry. John. What's, what's happening? Nathan. Today yeah. is Sunday, the 30th of December, 1979, the penultimate day of the 1970s. Fact. What are we doing? We are looking at the 560th ever Garfield. 560 of these. Guys, what happens in today's that's, Garfield? That's as probably as many that's probably as many as there will ever be. It seems likely. It seems likely that this strip will not make it out of the 1970s. I don't think this is I don't think this is a strip that will appeal to the modern with it sensibility of the 1980s. So, Chris, in today's episode of Garfield, uh-huh. John Arbuckle yep. goes on an emotional journey. True. I'll tell you what, um, I I wrote this synopsis as well. I did not read it. I just looked at the pictures. He makes a <laughs> lot of different faces in this strip. <laughs> and I'm pretty uh, sure I know basically what he was saying, but uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. It's pretty good if you don't read the... Yeah, why read the words? I will say Um, it is one of the more visually dynamic strips of this week. Yeah. This has not been a great week visually. No. Like, honestly, if I had to choose, I think my panel of the week is panel two of Monday, when Garfield's making a, you know, a big, big mouth about to eat the chicken. Or maybe panel three of that week when he has an hideously distended upper lip Mm, the upper Um, lip cleavage yeah Yeah. (laughs) with the cleave you know yeah yeah with the cleave i'm a big fan of um but neither of those are particularly good no not really yeah um hasn't been a great week visually yeah well maybe maybe one of these panels will be interesting yeah it's it's a possibility let's read on shall we yeah right so in the first panel Mm-hmm. Uh, Garfield is situated on top of a uh, what? What color is that? It's like a aquamarine kind of a sea green. Mm, um, I think sea green is a good description. I'm not uh-huh. going back to the days where we checked the hex code of every damn <laughs> is thing. It, is it teal? No, teal. Teal is the color of John's shirt. Mm. I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't call it teal, but I, I think Garfield a sea green is sitting on top good. of a piece of furniture. What what kind of furniture? I'm not going to tell you. He's knocking a plant off onto the floor. 
a potted plant, and it falls to the floor with a crash on a monopoeia, and it, it has been destroyed. I like this panel. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I, I, I like the expression on Garfield's face as he is hmm. pushing the plant onto the ground. He has kind of an expression of smug satisfaction. Hmm. And it's, something's it's, happening. Something's happening. <laughs> it's true to life. This is yeah. how cats act. I mean, cats, cats do this kind of shit all the time, right? They like this to push like stuff the first, off stuff. This is the first thing Garfield has done all week that felt like something a cat would do. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, he, he looked at a bug before. Yeah, but he also was reciting poetry at the same time. <laughs> well, okay, the yeah, okay. John, on the basis of some quick googling, I'm going to say that's a pastel sea green. Mm, yeah. Like a a, okay. a standard sea green is going to be a little darker, mm-hmm. but um, This is more of an Easter sea green. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I could if, I could definitely see an Easter egg that color. If yeah. you want to investigate this definitively you could always download it into photoshop oh i don't need to do oh, that oh I, yeah I we, I a... we used to do <laughs> <laughs> i think i i think i installed a chrome plug-in at one point it would, just, <laughs> it would tell you the hex code of whatever your mouse was hovering over yeah i had i had a, a tab yeah. permanently open to find the hex codes <laughs> of different colors and then look that up um, yeah. Thankfully, we don't care that much anymore. <laughs> we've, we've matured as a podcast. I don't. I'm not sure. Matured is the word. What in the literal sense? Yeah, we've we've, we've, gr- we've gotten older. W- well, I guess that's true. We're, we're <clears throat> deader inside. <laughs> Donald Trump is president. Donald Trump is president. God damn it! Oh, back to somebody reminded. Oh God! Back to the days. Uh, back to the back to the days. Before before that was true. 1979, when, as we neglected to mention on Friday, December 28th, the Afghan president was ousted and executed in a Kabul coup, reportedly with Soviet help. Whoops. Uh-oh. Also, composer Richard Rogers died at 77. Did he? Aww. And the nation of Togo adopted its constitution. <laughs> I'll take one to go. <laughs> It's it's funny. Unfortunately, the rock group Emerson, Lake, and Palmer broke up. Oh, not not ELP. I took me a long time to come up with that. What did did Emerson, Lake, and Palmer? Have you guys heard their rendition of uh, pictures at an exhibition? Is okay. Are you joking now? It sounds like you're joking. No. Or wait, no, are you are you are you confusing Emerson Lake and Palmer with Maurice Ravel? Okay, it's uh, I'm I'm really ashamed of you right now because it's Mazorgsky, not Ravel. Oh, John, uh, fuck oh, you, John, fuck you, John. That's why I said Ravel. Mazorgsky wrote it. Ravel it. orchestrated it. Oh God! Because damn it. you were talking about a cover. I am so disappointed in you, <laughs> Nathan. I thought you might want to have some shouting. On yeah, the no, that's good. I don't. Um, I don't shout that much anymore. On I was going to share my screen with you. I was going to share a screenshot of the album cover, but you know what? I'm not going to do it now. A sentence in the Wikipedia page for Emerson, Lake, and Palmer begins: "Despite their success and influence." <laughs> wow, I'm. 
You know, I'm, I just I just called them up on Spotify, and one of the first hits is "Fanfare for the Common Man." So maybe did they? <laughs> maybe they did actually cover symphonic numbers. Is that uh, yes, John? They did. They really did. So they yes. really did pictures at an exhibition. Yes, they did. Did they do the Mussorgsky or the Ravel? Because the Ravel's it, a lot better. Honestly, when you listen to the Mussorgsky, the Ravel is the only version that is played anymore. Isn't when you it? listen, if you listen to the, the you listen to the Mussorgsky, you're Mussorgsky like, yeah, this is, is fine. Is it's, the it's a solo just piano. A, is it just solo a piano? piano. Solo Please. piano. It's fine, but you listen to it and you're like, yeah, this is not a classic. It's the Ravel. It's it's Ravel's orchestration that makes that work. That makes it honestly. So great. That's fine because Ravel didn't do anything else that was important. On the other hand, though. Bolero, that sucks. I'm not. I'm not getting in an argument with you about Bolero. Bolero, but but you're wrong. What? How can you say Bolero sucks? It's like ten minutes of the same thirty second melody over and over again. It's stupid. It's so amazing that he keeps it fresh. (laughs) He's. That's what Ravel does. Ravel's all about orchestration. I'm not that into orchestration, honestly. I'm sad John. to report that Emerson and Lake are no longer with us. Besides which, but the Palmer best version, still- the best version of pictures at an exhibition is by Tamita. I don't. I haven't heard that one. I'll be honest. Oh, yeah? It's okay, better we'll than the, the Ravel. It's better than the Ravel. Hell yeah! I I find that very difficult to believe. Palmer is still with us, but Emerson died of a suicide gunshot okay. wound to the head wow Damn. two years ago self-inflicted yeah self-reliance right? oh yeah you and said suicide. greg okay. lake died in 2016 of cancer is is the palmer from emerson lake and palmer the robert palmer, palmer yes the who golfer did yes yeah ad- addicted to yep. love <laughs> no it's the it's arnold palmer the the golfer I honestly, at this point, I don't know if I should believe you. I assumed you were making shit up when you said they did pictures at an exhibition, and now apparently no, it's like that it's m- the only record of theirs I've listened to. <laughs> <laughs> How can you say Bolero sucked? Okay, we're and not they, getting into. There's this another right one now. that has an armadillo tank thing on the cover. We're not getting. We're not getting into this. I haven't now. listened to that one. Palmer is also the founder of Palmer <laughs> Theological Seminary. What? <laughs> Isn't that redundant? Wait, wait. He both founded a s- theological seminary and did that video for Addicted to Love? Because <clears throat> that video just seems yes. very worldly and profane. New, get- you learn new things every day on this podcast. Wow. I, now I've got to look. Look, okay, look, listeners. If you want to hear me and John argue about Bolero or Emerson, Lake, and Palmer or whatever, you're going to need to join the Patreon and suggest that we do being Maurice Ravel or being Robert Palmer or whoever this Palmer is. I honestly, at this point, I am very confused and is I it do Robert? not know. I don't know. I, he could I be Laura Palmer, the uh, oh, character in the television series Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. He could be yeah. Leland. Oh my God, what if it's Leland? He could be Bob. Oh, no, Leland? it's clearly not Leland, because Leland dies, and Nathan has informed us that the hey, Palmer is the spoiler alert, one. some of us haven't watched Twin Peaks. You haven't watched Twin Peaks? <laughs> Yet. Have you really not watched Twin Peaks? No. I, I would recommend watching the first season and 
like the first nine episodes of the second season, the last episode of the second <laughs> season, yeah. and the entirety of the third season. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm never going to remember that. I'll just watch the whole thing. I know. All right. Well, look, 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 <laughs> look, you're going to know when to stop watching the second season. You're not, you're not going to be watching and like, oh, I wonder, I wonder if this is the part when I should stop. Like, you're going to know. I, I can't remember. I did try. I did start watching it at one point. I can't remember if I made it through the pilot or not. Um, I have not seen the third season. Everyone says it's great. And I'm gonna it is the, very the good. I'm going to get to it. But yeah, the, John, the you one got, that was like last year. At yeah. least, at least watch season one, um, and the third season. Yeah, three. Everyone says is good. I have mixed feelings about Firewalk with me, but we're not gonna look. This is a podcast about <laughs> Garfield. It's Sunday. We are so close to being done. <laughs> also, it was not Robert Palmer. It was Carl Palmer. Carl. That's what it, well according in to Emerson Lake and Palmer yes. that's it was Carl? neither neither Arnold Palmer the golfer or Robert Palmer the whatever singer or something or Leland Palmer the father and murderer of Laura Palmer spoiler alert spoilers John. oh god damn it it you know it's not Isn't about that the central mystery I mean of season 1 and yeah. half of season 2 uh... it's not about who killed Laura Palmer, really? It's about... Yeah, it kind of is. Kind of, I mean, there's more than that. But Panel two, John pointing at Fern. Garfield, you broke my fern. <laughs> oh, right, we did panel one Is already. he pleased? No, he's upset. And the, there's some smoke rising from the fern. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 okay, so... The, okay, all right. And Garfield is also peering over the edge of the 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 piece of furniture and he's like it's he's like totally disinterested okay two points i think this is actually a pretty funny panel yeah i like it i like it this is could be panel of the week um two points on this furniture point one is that a credenza (laughs) yeah we could call it a credenza okay i'm fine with that i'm fine with that i'd be willing to to yield to that point two check out how that credenza is just sitting out in the middle of the room not against the wall at all wouldn't have been hard for jim davis to draw a wall right there he could have 100 percent drawn a wall where's the wall why is it just in the middle of the room (laughs) it's just in the center of the room (laughs) he just just doesn't care john arbuckle was so proud of his fern that he had to place it in the center of the room Hmm. Oh. <laughs> or is it a tall boy or a tall boy and a credenza different names for the same thing okay and I, i've never heard ta- wait tall boy isn't that a kind of beer tall boy is a chest of drawers okay according um, according to the internet i want to go back to panel one a tall I feel like chest of drawers i don't it's not a here. tall boy john might be a and credenza it is also a 24 is ounce it? can of beer yeah thank you that that's called a tall boy yeah okay um, in that first panel, where was that plant before Garfield knocked it off? Like, he's already, like, right at the the edge mm. of that credenza. Well, John we're Arbuckle assuming... had it perfectly balanced at the edge of that tall boy. <laughs> right, it was, like, half off. <laughs> we're assuming he knocked it off. But we don't, like, he actually, based on the way his hand is, he could have carried it over to the edge and thrown <laughs> it off. You think he had it in his, it was in his hand? It and could have been it? in his yeah. human hand with its opposable thumb. 
I yeah, think that, that's the that, more likely explanation. Out. It's hard to know. Um, Racing along to panel three. <laughs> yeah, boy, this is going so quickly. John, John really starts to lose it here. He does. Um, he throws his head back in a peanuts-like um, display of, 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 mm-hmm. of the inside of his throat. And his uh, mouth is open wide enough to envelop Garfield. Yeah, yeah. That would be a nice symmetry with the beginning of the week when Garfield ate the, the chicken hole. Mm. If it ended with John eating Garfield, and then that was just the end of Garfield forever. <laughs> that, that would, would be, be a good conclusion. <laughs> um, John is standing at a like a 70 degree angle mm. <laughs> from the horizontal. He's not quite straight up and down. He's like back a little bit. <laughs> um, vibrating furiously. Motion lines off of his arm there. Uh, and he says, I raised that fern from a frond. And Garfield is nonplussed. No, like why Why wouldn't he be? A um, frond. Yeah. Car- a frond. Carl yeah. Palmer, John, was the percussionist. Carl Popper? Carl Palmer. Carl, Carl Popper, Popper was not a percussionist. He was a positivist. <laughs> he was a positive. This totally completely different. He's positive about percussion. Yeah. He was and also Carl Papa is another musician. Okay, okay, we're, we're going to we're going to we're going to play a fun game really quickly. Don't look, don't look at the internet. Really quickly, guess Carl Palmer's middle name. Just just try. Just say it. Just say a Carl blah blah, blah Palmer. Say it, say the full thing. Carl Stephen Palmer. That's a good guess. Nathan? Uh, Carl Jose Palmer. Both good. Actual answer. answer Carl Frederick Kendall Palmer. <laughs> guy's got four That's names. two names. That's yeah. two names. Yeah, it was a trick question. Sorry. Okay, bullshit. fine. Whatever, Garfield. He was also in the band Asia. <laughs> of course, everybody was in the band Asia, Chris. <laughs> You've been it's, listening it's to the largest Carl continent. Palmer. It's the largest continent. <laughs> Nobody was not in Asia. Offhand, I can't think of a single Asia song. Um, did did Asia ever perform with Europe? <laughs> <laughs> they called themselves Eurasia, but yes. Uh, oh God, I wish. Panel I hadn't four. Said that. Uh, panel John four. begins flapping his arms like a bird. Did we already comment on John Arbuckle's excellent use of the term frond? Uh, I I mentioned the word frond. I think it, I think it deserves to be commended. It is a I good com- word. I, I'd like to hereby commend John Arbuckle for like his this, use of the word "ron." This is one of Jim Davis's best semi-obscure words since Zephyr. <laughs> mm. Jim Davis is like, one of the. Jim Davis is a writer on the level of Sarah and Kierkegaard. It's true. I I mean I would. I wouldn't insult Jim Davis like that. <laughs> Come on, John. John, have a little respect for Soren Kierkegaard. Like Kierkegaard, Jim Davis published two separate comic strips with sort of different perspectives. No, you're not going to Kierkegaard directed Rashomon? Are we he saying did. are we saying that US Acres is like a it's sort of, yeah, like sort of the way Kierkegaard published some stuff as Johannes de Salentio and some other stuff as other name that I can't remember. Yeah, it breaks down because he published both of them as Jim Davis. But mm. 
Imagine if he had... Okay, fine, fine. So in the fourth panel, panel, panel John four. believes himself to be a bird. Mm-hmm. He's, he's attempting to, to fly, fly he's furiously. He's trying to fly, yeah. Um, and he's screaming at Garfield just at the top of his lungs. Uh-huh. Mouth remains open in, in Peanuts fashion. What did that fern ever do to you? Mm-hmm. He's finally lost it. It does seem like he has, yeah. It doesn't seem warranted. <laughs> no, I mean, totally yeah, the pot's doesn't. broken, but the plant's fine. Just put it in a new pot. That's a good Sometimes point. you have a bad day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he may just be having a bad day. It's yeah. a fair point, though. Like, that fern is totally salvageable. Yeah. He may have <laughs> been a fan... He may have been a uh, fan of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Mm. He's been very upset over their breakup. <laughs> yeah that's probably it or um, a fan of musical theater you think he's start he's trying to start a, a dance number no i think maybe he's mourning the death of richard rogers and garfield has interrupted <laughs> oh, right, his morning right, right. i forgot about that by pushing his frond onto the floor um, like we all grieve in our own way yeah yeah, Some no of us grieve by trying to grief. take flight by flapping our arms wildly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Others of us by murdering ferns. <laughs> uh, so in the fifth panel, uh, John is, is calmed down a little bit. Uh, a little bit. He's no longer hysterical. Yeah, yeah. His um, his um, his his fury in panel four has changed to an icy cold resolve in panel mm-hmm. five. Resolve, which leads him to say to Garfield, <laughs> uh-huh. "Why I have a notion to ellipses, ellipsis, uh, ellipsis, ellipsis, to no punctuation whatsoever." And Garfield, uh, it's worth saying, is smiling at John, ears back, eyes closed, big smile. Is it obsequious? No, I wouldn't describe it as such. Um, <laughs> as, as literary critics, would both of you consider this to be the proper use of the word notion? Which is clearly what we are. I have a um, notion. Yeah, I, I mean, I think so. I think that's within An common inclination. usage. I think that's within common usage. I am not, right. I am not a prescriptivist. As I, oft, as I often tell John before prescribing something. And I, you're not using the word prescriptivist correctly there. I think, I think the way I'm using it follows common usage. So, um, what, so you, don't, you, don't, you don't think the word notion is appropriate there? Oh, no, I, I think it's probably fine. I just, I would not use the word notion that way. <laughs> what would, how would you say that? So if you were threatening your cat, how would you threaten your cat? Uh, maybe I would say, "Why I oughta." Mm, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> that is why uh, more I... succinct. <laughs> why I oughta? <laughs> G- oh, oh! Would you maybe say, "Give me one reason"? Give me one reason, cat. <laughs> like that. Maybe I would say, "I wanted a cat. I went to the store and bought a cat." What did they give me? <laughs> um, I remember that one. It's hard to threaten cats. Like, cats are real easy to scare, but difficult to intimidate, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well said. Thank you. It is very difficult for me to tell whether my cat is 
plucking at her uh at at the at the carpet of my apartment mm-hmm. or whether she is plucking at the piece of carpet that I purchased for her to pluck. And so mm. without looking <laughs> I often reprimand my cat by yelling at her when she's in fact plucking <laughs> the thing that she's supposed to pluck, but I don't think it really bothers her. Mm. Yeah, probably not. What's your cat's yeah. name? We're going to need to know your cat's name. Uh her yes. name is Rafika. That's a nice name. Rafika. Uh-huh. Exotic. It is Arabic for friend. Oh, oh. I like that. Or comrade. <laughs> That's cute. How old is she? Uh, she is nine years old. Aww. We adopted her when she was seven. And yet, despite being named friend and comrade, she's trying to destroy your carpet. <laughs> she is, uh, <laughs> yes. That's not something a friend would do. Mm, I it don't might know. be something maybe, a comrade would do. Maybe it's an unattractive. <laughs> maybe it's an unattractive carpet. Maybe, maybe should, the carpet is poison. Maybe you need to tear that carpet up. See if there's hardwood underneath. Yeah, I'm sure what the property you, owner would appreciate um, that. I think they they might if 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 there was a nice hardwood floor under there. You pulled out took out the carpet, polished it up. They're gonna be like, "Hey, you just raised the value of my property." <laughs> Hell yeah! Seems right. like they, um, seems like they would. So so in the sixth panel, which or is the only... or if they're like us, they'll have to pull up all their carpet because the cat peed all over it repeatedly, and then there's no hardwood under it, and so you're just like walking on weird pads for a year, and like nails that have been hammered down so they won't tear up your. F- it was a mess. I That's on them for allowing me to get a cat. Right, yeah, ca- cats like to pee, Chris. I don't blame. Look, I don't blame Louie. My wife sometimes blame Lu- blames Louie. I miss Louie. I wish he'd Aww. come back here and destroy Aww. more of our crap. <laughs> Ooh, we didn't need that furniture anyway. Louie, yeah, if Louis. you're listening tonight, <laughs> Louie, if you're out there, probably a, currently acting as a member of the band Asia. Um. <laughs> Yeah, have we finished? Oh, okay. So, yeah, Garfield's <laughs> smiling at John. Um, panel one, two, three, four, five, six. Basically the same, only Garfield's eyes are open and he's smiling a little more, open mouth. And John Arbuckle says, I ellipsis a. Uh. Well, I, I, let's also point out this is the only panel with no border in today's strip. Oh, yeah, let's definitely talk about that for five to ten minutes. It has no border and no background. Jim Davis did often push the boundaries of the medium. Literally. I mean, that's... It's Not fine literally. to point out, but, like, that's a pretty common thing. Like, panel two almost never well, has a border. Yeah, okay, but this is panel... Okay, it is fairly often... It's fairly standard for, for a Sunday strip to, you one know, or, switch One or the, two panels will, will not have a border. That's pretty common. Yeah, but it's usually throughout the strip. This is just one panel out of the seven. Yeah, I, gu- I guess I it's... Often it'll be, like, two on a Sunday... That's fair. That's fair. Um, the last panel, mm. closing out a highly eventful the week. ultimate yeah. panel of the week. Uh, John is now holding, he's clutching Garfield in, in his arms. Mm-hmm. Um, and the furniture has disappeared. He's holding Garfield in a manner that cats do not enjoy being held. No, but Garfield... Well, he seems to enjoy it. 
John has his eyes closed and says, you're mm-hmm. so cute. To which Garfield responds in thought, like putty in my paws. Mm. Yeah, this is not how cats like to be held. He's like... No. Garfield's back is towards John's stomach, and John's arms are around him. And it's like Garfield's... Like he's, Garfield's body would just be dangling down. Yeah, that would not be comfortable no, for Garfield. No, in my experience, cats like to have their bottoms supported when being held. This is one of the few ways that my cat will allow me to hold her, actually. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, oh. she... she. I oh, think she really does not like having her uh, her underside touched by by anyone. Some people, some people feel that way about their undersides. <laughs> it's not unreasonable. No, it's fair. Um, but Scar- to, sorry, go to on. be clear, she does not like to be held in any way, in any manner. Yeah. Like most animals prefer not to be held. <laughs> Our current dog, George McFly, will tolerate being held because he likes attention. But he doesn't really like being held. He'll just sort of put up with it because it means you're paying attention to him. But he'd really just <laughs> rather be like sitting on the sofa being patted or something. Garfield's body seems tiny in this fa- final panel. Hmm. Like his head is huge and his body, you know. Look, it it is the length of John's the, torso. Yeah. I think the camera is farther back than it usually is. I guess. I just body compared to head. <laughs> I feel like he's lost all his girth. Mm. Is well, John's it, head it, it, as long as his torso? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, this is a weird angle. Like, yeah, I guess we so. We see more of, of John's body than we usually do. But yeah, if, if you look at, if you compare this panel with the third panel, mm-hmm. John is more or less the same proportion, maybe slightly smaller, but Garfield is like half the size that he used to be. Garfield's yeah, head is no, as large fair. as the rest of his body. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I was I was reading about Carl Popper again. Carl Palmer again. I wish I was reading about Carl Popper. Carl, yeah. Well, look, we'll have to do a separate Carl Popper episode. That's a different. That's a different thing. I though. I mean, just as a as a quick as a quick teaser, what are everyone's thoughts about Carl Popper? Positive, negative, mixed. I'm, I'm not. I, I can't sum them up. I gave you. I gave. I gave you three. I gave you three choices, John: positive, negative, and mixed. Oh, okay. He is a philosopher. That is a false trichotomy. Positive, positivist philosopher. All right. (laughs) Okay. Look. Look. My my feelings are positivist. John, do you think his criticisms of Plato's Republic are justified or specious? I can't wait to find out what the hell you're talking about. I think you can. I think you can. (laughs) I think you won't enjoy it. (laughs) Look, if you did not enjoy the Kierkegaard, you are not going. I totally enjoyed enjoyed the Kierkegaard. Listeners, I'm I'm begging you right now to join our Patreon for no other reason than to force John to read the works of Karl Popper. I I look forward to reading Karl Popper. Yeah. I have no All regrets. Right. You've okay. heard it here first. <laughs> Wait, you can't have regrets yet. You haven't read it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, but I set up the Patreon. Okay, fine. Look. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> you've been listening. Did we did we finish talking about this trip? I think we did. Right, you've probably. been. You've this. I feel like Sunday went on for an hour, and it all the other like episodes we would were have by now fairly it, short. It? Um, yeah. yeah, look, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Close your eyes and think of England. <laughs> You can support gross. the program. <laughs> gross. You can su- gross would be a good tagline by itself. You can support the program by leaving us a review on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Why not visit our website, www.beingjimdavis.com. You can do things there, such as contacting the program, signing up to co-host the program, or, I think, going to the shop. I know I told John I would send him a, um, a file for one of the T-shirts, and I haven't done it. I said I would do it, though. I'll probably do mm, it. You did say that. Yeah. Look, I said I'd do it, I think, on the weekend of February 13th, maybe? I'll get mm-hmm. to it. Mid-February. Okay. I did. Look, February uh, of 1980? I didn't specify the year. You can follow us on Twitter at Being Jim Davis. Follow me at the Chris Winter. Oh, you can follow me on the internet with the handle Inscrutable Taco. That's that's my Twitter, Twitch, and Steam handle. You can find me at Nathan Nathan Bobathan on Instagram or in Philadelphia, the city that bombed itself. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, I'm looking ahead. Oh, that's at a good tagline. Some of the January 1980 strips. And we are in for a rollicking good time. There's a there, there's a character named Frank I've never heard of. He's like the new straight laced Lyman for the 1980s. There's some, <laughs> new decade. You need a you need a new Lyman. Oh, there's Lyman too. There's weird food play. There's, there's cat. There's feline Farrah Fawcett. There. Oh my God! Wow! <laughs> wow! You look look. If you were if you were thinking. I'm going to listen to this podcast for approximately, no, exactly 561 episodes because I want to hear about 1970s Garfield and no further. You need to reconsider because January of 1980 is going to be out of control. Out of control. Who is Frank? Right? Where did that even... What the hell? (laughs) All right, let's not give too much away. No, no, we haven't said who Frank is, really. Hashtag who's Frank. (laughs) (laughs) Every every character needs that. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows